This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, BT Town, back on the fan, halfway home. It's the Brandon Tierney Salicata Show, the crown, the top story. And the top story is, guys, let's face it, we have something cooking we've never had, and that is the Yanks and the Mets with vigor and desperation and every resource they could possibly summon going after the same guy. And that same guy is 25, and, you know, until he comes here, he's not a proven player. I get it, but, I mean, every scout, every report, Yamamoto is the man. And the the angst, the anticipation, the hope, the cockiness. I mean, it's, you got every emotion here. And the crazy thing is, and the one difference, and I still think he's going to yank, be a Yankee South, I think he's going to be a Met. And I think this is flushed out next week, especially if Otani gets done today. Then I think things start flying really fast. You know, I think if the Yankees miss out on him, there will be a there will be an aggressive pivot um, that will make them highly competitive. Still, it'll sting if you lose them to the Mets. I'm going to give you that, but I still think the Yankees will be in really good shape. If the Mets lose out on Yamamoto. I, I'm not sure what the next move is for the Mets. You know, here's the thing, though, BT. I do not believe, I feel like because of Soto, everybody excited around here about Soto. Rightfully so, I understand that. And the evil empire is back. Yankees are back. If they don't get Yamamoto, they're not back. Oh, and by the way, they only have Soto for one year. So this idea that the Yankees are back and, you know, they're, they're, uh, Hal is willing to spend and do all this, well, they haven't done anything yet. They brought in a player, a great player at that, and it was the right move. I don't care what they gave up. I don't care if it does turn out to be a rental. However, the, the Yankees are not, in fact, back until they lock up Soto and they get Yamamoto or somebody of that caliber. And I still believe the Mets are going to get Yamamoto based off of King Cohen. So, the landscape to me, this is a move the Yankees had to make to get Soto. Mets still have their move that they have to make, and that's Yamamoto, and I think they will get him. But the Yankees, to me, aren't back yet. They're not all the way back. All right, 877-337-6666. BT and Sound, all the fans get back to these baseball calls. But think about this, guys. Like, all the teams in in our area. Now, hockey's different because they meet a lot, and, you know, you knock each other out of the playoffs. There's history, the whole potvin chant. I mean, it's... It is what it is. It's great, right? But, you know, a lot of the Jets-Giants stuff is just, it's emotion that we conjure up. They play each other every couple of years, every four years. The Jets are the little team in town. The Giants are the champions, the proud charter team. And not a lot there, let's be honest. Knicks and Nets, whatever. 
Um, you know, even before the Nets moved to Brooklyn, you know, they had a couple of years where Jason Kidd and those and those guys absolutely owned the Knicks. But yeah, the Knicks and the Nets has no juice. It just doesn't. This Yankee Met, this little teeny chapter is so amazing for all of us. Like, right now, we all benefit. Now, eventually, one fan base is going to benefit because one fan base is getting Yamamoto. But, like, this stuff right now that we have, not knowing really where he's going, and the Yanks and the Mets both taking a massive swing, this is this is unprecedented stuff. We hope one fan base gets him. I mean, I don't want the Dodgers all of a sudden to swoop in. Now, if they do lose Otani, we'll keep you up to date when we do hear something. If it happens during the show, look, Mets need Yamamoto to enter the party here. If the Yankees get him and the Mets don't, the Mets will be kept at bay, and it's going to be a while before they, uh, you know, look, maybe the offseason, maybe they do go get Soto away from the Yankees. But if the Yankees do get Yamamoto, that's going to be a problem twofold for the Mets. All right, these calls coming up. We're inside of our Town Fair Tire Studio. Our friends at Town Fair remind you that you always get the guarantee lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Back to Newark. What's going on, Paul? How are you? What's going on, guys? What's up, Paul? What's up, man? Sal, mm-hmm. you got well, Yamamoto. Let, let's really look at what the Yankees have versus the Mets as far as what favors who, which team, right? Yankees got the history, and Yankees got the the lore and all, and the limelight, which Yamamoto said, uh, mm-hmm. you know, basically what he's looking at, right? Your point is, yeah, Mets got the money, right? Mm-hmm. But if you really look at the blueprint of the Mets right now, this offseason, they've been playing and paying all these bargain basement players. Now, during the winter meetings, what happened? Scott Boris was asked, oh, are you okay with uh, an extension for Pete Alonso? And he's like, yeah, we're open ears. So what he's makes lying. Just say, uh, what's that? He's lying. He's lying? Well, oh, he's no, lying let, me, let, me, let me rephrase that. He, yeah, he's so, open He's open ears if the Mets are going to give him $300 million, which they'd be exactly. out of their mind so, to do. Okay, so why haven't they even made their star player put an extension for him, but yet they're going to go give Yamamoto $300 million? You have they, to say they that did. The they, they did talk contract with Alonzo. So what happened? The, the, Alonzo thinks he's valued way more than the Mets think he is, so Alonzo okay, so we'll fired his agent and got a new agent. Pete Alonzo thinks he's going to get close to $300 million. Mets, are not, Mets will be idiots think, to pay him that. No one's giving him that. And what makes you think that, let's say on the Soto case, you're saying, oh, the Yankees only have him for one year. Who, who's to say that he signs a short-term deal, Soto, like a four- or five-year deal? Why would he do that? How, why, wait, well, hold on why a second. What, why Paul, he? he turned down... Four hundred million dollars from the Nationals right. years ago. Now, who had a better li- who had a better lineup in the Nationals, Yankees or the Nationals? Paul, you, you're t- I hate to break this to you, bro. You're totally missing the point here. You just don't understand how it works. Do you think Juan Soto is happy because he's with the Yankee lineup, or do you think Juan Soto wants to get paid? It could be both, but nobody's coming to get sixty cents on the dollar, but d- <laughs> dude. Like he now, wants to get paid. You get both. That's that's optimal. What are you talking about? If you can get both, meaning... Yeah, yeah, well, whatever. I'm not saying that he wouldn't choose to be in... New- I think he wants to be in New York, Me too. Juan Soto. Me too. But if the Mets give him significantly more money than the Yankees, I believe there's a chance he gets to the Mets. He's not going to... But but Paul wasn't even just saying that, BT. He said, oh, maybe he'll sign a four- or five-year deal. No. What about if it gets him to the age of 30? No. Juan Soto has been waiting to break the bank for years. What is, he turned down the... It was a 15-year deal, right? Yeah, some something 15, ridiculous. 15. This was years ago, yeah. Some, it was something insane years ago. You think ago. the Yankees or Mets are offered him 15? No, but he, but this was like, what, three, four years ago? 
three years ago? Yeah, I think it was a little less than that. I think it was more two-ish. But yeah, yeah maybe it's two years ago. So he's about twenty-two. A little more justifiable. Fifteen years. No, he'll he'll oh, get 15? he'll get he'll get over ten. No, maybe he gets thirteen. Uh, oh yeah, no, he'll get over ten. Okay, yes. so maybe he gets that's 13. fine. He's how old again? Twenty-five. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Okay, he'll be so, twenty-five. And maybe he gets fourteen. I don't know. Maybe he does get fifteen. Fourteen. He probably get thirteen. I would think thirteen because you remove the two years. That there you go. That's yeah. yeah, possible. But Land- either way, he's not taking a discount. No, Landon's in Bayside. BT and Sound on the fan. What's up, bud? How's it going, guys? Good. What's up, Landon? Good. Good. So, uh, Sal, you seem to think that um, the Mets are going to have to pay more because you keep putting faith in King Cohen for Yamamoto. Mm-hmm. And Tierney, you seem to think the Yankees are going to get him because he prefers the Yankees. So I'm curious to what you guys think the dollar amount difference is for what the Mets would have to pay over the Yankees in order to get him. Now, by, the way, um, by the way, Landon, that really is the only thing that we haven't been able to answer, me and Sal. We've talked about that, but we've almost talked around it. We've thrown out, ah, it's 100, ah, it's 75. Like, I don't know because we don't know exactly what Yamamoto's thinking. And I think the one place where me and Sal disagree a little bit, thanks for the call. That's, that's really the money question, I think. That's what it comes down to. So I'm, I'm happy you bring it back up. I know it's different because it's Yamamoto and it's not an American player uh, and it's not a precedent that will repeat itself every year. And if the Mets get Yamamoto to Sal's point, which I which I understand, it now plants seeds for future Met fans and emboldens everybody and it creates maybe a different trajectory, it changes perception. All those things are true. But I also think it's a little more dangerous than my partner does to to engage in a Mets tax. Like the Mets should not have to pay anybody a hundred million dollars. I'm not talking about twenty. A hundred? It might not be that. I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying that they need to do whatever it takes. So if it means a hundred. Screw it. You pay $100 million. I it, it doesn't set a bad precedent because they control what they can do moving forward. But to answer the caller's question, how are we supposed to know the difference? I just assume it's going to be more. If all things are equal, you get the sense that he would lean, Yamamoto would lean Yankees. So all things can't be equal. Is $20 million enough? No to make way. It, okay. I uh, tend to agree. Is $50 million? Possible. That's possible. So so let's say between 50 and 100. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, again, it's not just one year or, or total value. It could be over, you know, Mets just tack on another. No, you're talking about like AAV. So Whatever, if, it's, right. if it's a seven, I'm just, I don't know, eight-year deal, it's 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 five, six, it's, you know, eight times six, four. It's, it's $6 million more per year than what the Yanks are offering. I mean, I can't, bl- I can't that, believe you're going to get still, $300 million. Sal, like, okay, so not that Cohen wouldn't be willing to do it, but now, and again, I know it's, not apples to apples, but if they overpay that much more, and we'll get the we'll get the final answer from the or the final um, offer from the Yankees. So let's say he signs with the Mets. Okay? Let's say eleven years, three thirty. Oh my good God Almighty! That's to me, that's cavalier. There's no way the Yankees are doing eleven years. You don't do eleven oh, years. Well, for a pitcher. well are the Yankees going to do ten years? I think the Yankees would be twenty five. I know. I think the Yankees. Yeah, they might do ten. I think the Yankees would be more inclined to do. A higher AAV and a lower length commitment. What's the difference? Well, no, it's more appealing. I'll tell you why. Because it's like one or two years less. Like they would rather have Stanton coming off the books in a year Uh. and pay him seven more million dollars this year just to get rid of him. It it strings out. It's like it's so undesirable. It's dead weight. No, you could also front load it and figure it out. Yeah, there's ways to. There's outs. Whatever. I I don't know. But if we're talking three hundred million, how is he getting? I mean, I don't think the Yankee. Look, I know they've talked to talk. I don't think the Yankees are going to that level. I do. 
I don't know if it's ultimately the right. I, I think you're going to have going, two, three hundred million yes. dollar pitchers in your rotation. You, you ask me this every day, and my answer is yes. No way. I believe that they are prepared. You think to that, do that that's smart business? That's a different question. Well, that's a, different that's a question. question I'm asking. You think that that's smart business? I do, given the age difference, because oh as God. Cole ages out, if if Yamamoto is good, they're going to have two pitchers over three hundred million in their rotation. Oh my! And not to mention Rodon. But you got to understand, they you, can't. They like they well, can't for, do that. It makes no sense. It's a big problem. Or could be at least the first start. The start is, is a problem. You gotta understand. I think three hundred is the magic number. I think the Mets get him at that. Okay, but three hundred million dollars for Garrett Cole is very different than three hundred dollars. Uh, three hundred million dollars for Yamamoto because now the infusion of Japanese revenue offsets that. Yeah, you also know Garrett Cole's a proven dominant pitcher in the big that, league. But name like, the American company that says I've got Yankees to attach myself need, to Garrett Cole. The Yankees don't need to do this. But, the Mets do. Don't no, you understand but that's that? a different. I, no, I understand that. But what I'm saying, like, I'm though, not saying it's a smart move, just baseball wise. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend paying a pitcher $300 million who never threw a pitch in the big leagues. I wouldn't either. Mets are in a position where they have to. The Yankees don't But, have the, to but do they that. have to do something because they're not good enough to win right but they, now. But go get Jordan Montgomery. Go get somebody I else. I don't want Jordan Montgomery. I'll take him as a settle. Go get Blake Snell. I, I, I had Jordan Montgomery. Go get Blake Snell. There are other options I, there. I want Yamamoto. I want him. <laughs> I want him. And you know why I want him. Yeah, I, I want him multiple reasons, brother. Uh, we get, uh, how about John on Staten Island? What's going on, John? BT and Sal, how are you today? Hey, yo. What's up, boys? Hey, yo. You? What's up, John? I got a question. And just, we've been playing, well, I've been listening to you guys play double ad- advocate all day long. And here's my only point. Yamamoto can save the Mets, but he can also destroy the Yankees for one reason. I think Garrett Cole is sensitive, to say the least. Billy Crystal, delays, whatever. Now you get a younger guy coming in making more money, let's just say, for argument's sake. He could derail. And Yamamoto is unknown. He's like a prospect. We don't know if he's going to be able to be as good as he is in Japan here. So let's say he's not. The Yankees cannot afford... Stanton, Judge, and Yamamoto, and if Garrett Cole falls off the planet, to be, you know, like, bust. Where the Mets, nobody cares about the Mets because they never win anyway. So we could eat it and move on. I think that if he's not good or if Garrett Cole can't handle it, the Yankees could fishtail. And then, unfortunately, getting Soto, which was an awesome move, and as a Mets fan, I want him, doesn't mean anything. Your thoughts? Well, my thoughts are, and there's a couple of different things there. The yeah. one thing that I would I would attack first is I, I think you're really selling Garrett Cole's professionalism short. I mean, Garrett Cole is as locked in, uh, as committed as uh, talent and accomplishments. That's the obvious stuff. But the way he comports himself, game day, there is no deviation from this man's schedule. He wakes up, I honestly believe this, and his motivation is to be the best pitcher in the world and to be a Hall of Famer. And... An overpaid teammate, if Yamamoto was overpaid, Rodon, that's not going to change what he does in between game day and his demeanor when he takes the mound. He's that guy. He's that good. And that's just worth every penny. Worth every penny of his contract. He posts, he dominates, he gets it, he wants to be here, thrives in the big spots. I know there's been some bumps in the road, you know, giving up the homers, whatever, maybe against Boston in the postseason. Mm -hmm. You you can't ask for anything more from Gary Cole. I will say, though, where the caller, I I agree that. Like, you can't – 
I, I respect the Yankees for going all in and want to be an evil empire and all that stuff. You can't have two $300 million pitchers in your rotation. You just can't do it. And think to build up, not to mention Judge, not to mention the possibility of extending Soto, not to mention Stanton, not to mention Rodon. Like, just doesn't make sense. 200, 220, maybe 250, and even that I think would be pushing it. Mm. Come on here. This is, like you say all the time in regards to Alonzo, paying him 250 or 300 million just doesn't make sense Mm -hmm. for the player that he is. Well, the Yankees would be foolish to overextend and pay that much for another pitcher when they already have a lot of money committed in the staff and elsewhere on that team. But again, I, I, to me, I'm going to use 250 rather than three. 250 is really 150. Now it's not, it's not 250 for Alonzo. How hard do you think the Yankees go for him? I think whatever it takes. But I that's did, stupid. I no, no. Well, I mean, we'll find out. I, you know, I appreciate you, the agree. Really, I think it's going to be all balls in. And you aggression. think that that's smart. And then what happens if, like Rodon, uh-huh. it doesn't work well, out? Well, then we crush it. No, no, but what do you mean we crush it? I mean, then the Yankees are going to – how do they get out of that? You, well, you they can't. Don't. Yeah, they yeah, don't. Exactly, they don't. You got to you got to eat it. You got to wear it. You know, the one thing – there's a little confusion here. I want to make sure everybody's clear. One thing about Garrett Cole, all right – so he's going to be 33 this year, and he's got five more years on the books, and it's at $36 million a year. He can opt out after. A lot of people are confused about this. He can absolutely opt out after this season. He goes 20-5 and five or 20-6, and six, wins the Cy Young, goes top three, and he's like, hell, I could get you know four or five more extra years somewhere else, whatever, uh, and he opts out. He can opt out, but the greatness, of the brilliance about the way this contract is constructed, oh, yeah, you can opt out. But the Yankees control it because they can void the opt-out. He, so he expires in 2028. Right. They can void the opt-out by saying, we got you. Now we'll give you a 2029 contract, one-year void, by voiding the opt-out that makes him stay. And they've got to pay him $36 million for one more year. So Garrett Cole can opt out. But by opting out, he's basically just forcing the Yankees to give him one more year, which would be 2029 on top of, on right. top of the five years. So five years would become six. Okay. But if he opts out and the Yankees don't want him to leave, he cannot contractually leave. A lot of people okay. aren't sure about that. Oh, well, that's I mean, fine. I'm just, I'm yeah, just, and, and I don't think he's going anywhere. I don't either, but a lot of people aren't sure about yeah. that. Well, They're the like, point... oh, he can opt out. He can't go anywhere unless the Yankees want him to. Point is going to be a lot of money tied up in the first three in that rotation. That's okay. Yeah, 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 I know. I understand that. It mm. seems reckless, It's and it might be. Uh, and listen, Not to mention Judge, Soto, Stan. Uh, I mean, what are they going to do? They're gonna, yeah. Well, oh. that's why sound, I think it's so important to, like, not happening. trade Glaber Torres for a young arm. You know, play Peraza at second. You know, he's making seven hundred thousand dollars. If that, you know, play Austin Wells behind the plate. Dominguez comes yeah, back. Okay, that's like great. you've got you two, two or three fu- guys. No, that's not two or three guys. Volpe's making nothing. He's mm-hmm. just starting shortstop. Yeah, Dominguez, it, Dominguez, Peraza, and Wells. Those are four guys who should be playing every day. Okay. And how much Rizzo's money? Got? contracts up after this year. Yeah. Lemayhu, you got money tied he's up. He's making in eleven million dollars. Whatever. Stanton, it's nothing. how many more years left? Stanton's got to go. Yeah. Stanton's oh, the he's guy. not going to go. And either way, the contract is is what it is. Yeah, it's like, not as burdensome as you think. It's $27 million a year, whatever it yeah. is. Okay, and he's worth, mm, what, $1, uh, $1 million? <laughs> not even? Well, I mean, listen, this is where you've got to basically, and I know what they're saying. He's in great shape. He's leaning up fantastic. Oh, he's going to yeah, pull okay. his muscle first time, second yeah, week in Tampa. Boone? Did you hear Boone told Doggy yesterday? I think it was on um, High Heat. I did not hear this. Boone told, uh, Doggy had Boone on one-on-one, and okay. Boone said, John Carl is going to have a big bounce back season. Oh God, stop! Stop me if you've heard this before. You know what we said that about last year. Let me guess. Big bounce back. Uh, I think DJ. Who was it? Oh well, Hicks. Oh, J- JD. Josh Donaldson. Yes, he did. 
You did say the same thing. Yeah. You're okay, right. Booney. We got you, bro. Let's be fair, though. You know, let's be fair, Big G. He's got a little more equity here with Yankee fans uh, than Donaldson. I'm does. just saying, Boone. But said, no, I got you. Boone said the exact same things he's saying about John Carlo now. Yeah, last year, dude. About everybody Josh says it. How many? I remember so being saying, a kid, on. Sal. I remember being a kid reading the Post, the news. If you're not the manager of the Yankees, no, a little I, different. I get that. I know. I understand yeah. that. But I remember reading articles from back from my childhood, like. You know, this Nick or this Jet mm. or this Yankee. Oh, they entered camp the best shape of yeah, their life. God. They've been saying that for decades. Yeah, right. We've heard about Gary Sanchez yeah. and Glaber. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, see, the problem is not a weight. Well, people, and I guess Boone, too, it's not a weight thing. It's once you pull muscles, the fibers are weakened, which means you are predisposed to do it again. I don't care if you show up as a, you know, a model who weighs uh, 86 pounds. I mean, he's going to get hurt. Always gets hurt. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Perfect parlay oh, is coming, and we are in trouble. Oh, huh? we are, dude. Oh, dude, it's over. I think I think it's over. Hoff nailed the five-teamer last week. We're dead. He's been going all year <sighs> long, the five-teamers. He finally hit one in week 13 and now has a uh, – he's up 260 to your 105. <sighs> He's over, uh, I only got 65 points. So, for me to win, it's going to take it's a dark lot. early, buddy. Oh, man. Speaking of getting dark early, we better watch ourselves tomorrow night because uh, you talk about quite the the gang of uh, misfits invading UBS out there for a nice Islanders game you tomorrow excited night. excited about it? Have I'm you, pumped. Have you been to UBS before? No? I, did a Saint, I did the first game there. I did St. John's, Kansas. Okay. Uh, yeah, that was on a Friday night. Was that? That was two years ago. And place is awesome, dude. But I've not seen a hockey game there. The arena is beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. The surrounding area is beautiful. Brick. Matter of fact, they are. Did you hear that they're opening up an outdoor rinks, a couple of rinks actually outside? I think it's going to be called the park. So they're really building the area up nicely, but opening up a couple of outdoor rinks that, you know, it's basically public skating, pond hockey. Oh, the old school. Dude. Like and Canada. Oh, my, that's like great. my nephew is going to freak oh, out geez, with this. Oh, he's going to love that. Yeah, well, I mean, you could you could rent it out and have your teams practice there potentially. Really? Yeah, like all that stuff. Public, basically public skating and rinks outside UBS. Wow. And how about a pregame stuff, too? I think they're unveiling it December 27th. As a matter of fact, they'll do like a pregame show there. But that's going to be a big deal. Like even for me, yeah. if I'm like, Joey, let's go to the game. Maybe bring your skates. You go skate a little bit. Before. Oh, my God. Any hockey fan would love that. So they're doing that. Might become but, an Islanders fan, by the way. Yeah, oh, I know. That's, that's, yeah, yeah, Rangers just so get you your, know. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's tough to compete with. Plus... Hanging out in the owner's suite. Dude, it is. Let me see. Let me go skate at UBS or go and dodge taxis on 7th yeah, Avenue. Right. <laughs> You're right. Stay on Long Island. Skate on there. the streets and try to avoid the homeless sleeping outside. Right. But we're going to have a great time. They're kind enough to, you know, they accommodated us with a bunch of 
tickets here. Yep. And so who's going Island. for the station? Me, Bo- you, and Gio. Boyle, who's filling in for Hoff, will be there. He's Patty a big B. Islander fan, so he made the cut. I told him it took a lot of people to cancel before yeah. we got to you. Yeah, he's a good dude. So but like he will be there. And, and be, be on your best behavior, Boyle. This yeah, is be big... careful, buddy. Yeah, well, I heard you know Boomer and Gio and you talking about it. Like I'm going to roll up my sleeves and like get hammered in front of yeah. Islanders ownership. Yeah. Well, what, kind, no, what, what do you think I am? I want. Yeah. I want you. I want you to enjoy yourself, but be responsible. I know when to keep it within the line. So I got you. Gio, you, me, C Mac, Izzo. Nice. C Mac. All right, Izzo. That's Fleeks, right. I knew about Izzo. Lugie will be there. Lugie. Yeah. Lugie going to wear the skinny jeans fans. as well or no? no Lugie. Yeah. Pete Bellotti, who used to produce with. I love Pete. Yeah. Oh, but a lot of these guys are Islander fans, and I figure it's just a good opportunity for us to bond as a station. Now, did Schwartz weasel his way in? He's always no. good for a freebie. No, right, he did not. He is actually And Zoo, an who fan. I know is with us today, he's a big Ranger fan. Is Zoo and, coming or no? No, we did not invite Zoo, and here's why. Mm. Zoo A is a big Ranger fan, but also, Zoo, you got to be fair, you have experienced a lot of these cool things before. Am I right? I mean, I've had some great opportunities. Right. I'm not going to say I haven't. Right. So I also felt like, uh, well, we love Zoo, and Zoo was always the first one in line to do these group gatherings that we go to Mets games and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and I love Zoo. He's in the trenches, But yep. he's, he's a big Ranger fan, and he's experienced a lot of stuff like this before. I felt like this particular spot, okay. being it's an Islander thing, yeah, and yeah, I want to yeah. get some other guys involved. Be a involved. little more judicious with the, yeah. uh, you know, you want Islander fans there for the well, most part. Uh, yeah, like Sal. Have, Sal's a big <laughs> Islander fan. <laughs> right. Exactly right. <laughs> That's going to be awesome. No, I think it's going to be. Awesome. I think it'll be a fun event, though. I'm glad you're going to make the trek out I'm there. I'm going to make that. It's, they hooked you up with the parking, it's, so you'll be, be a right. trek, buddy. Oh, come on, you got to go there. Of course, I'm going. I told. Listen, now I, when I committed a month ago, I'm like, oh, I can't wait. Now, don't get me wrong. The other day, I'm like, oh, it's just Saturday. <laughs> it sneaks up. I got Christmas. Once I got, you're there, I got basketball be, yeah. tomorrow. I got Sunday on baseball. I got Is this, Boomer I got, online? I mean, uh, okay, uh, we Monday, got uh, Boomer's calling in. Boomer's calling in trouble. Hi, Boomer. Hey guys, how are you? Hi, Boomer. Listen, I'm very disappointing in you guys because I know you're talking about this Islander Ranger game. You've really crushed Peter Schwartz. You've really hurt him. Mm. And, you know, Sal, you came on our show this morning. You were talking about, you know, building a team and, you know, building a bench and all of that kind of good stuff that I love you for. But I think you're leaving a guy out, and I think you've really hurt his feelings. Well, I mean, you have to be fair, Boomer. There's a lot of people that wanted to go to this thing, and I don't work with Peter directly, and I'm trying to help out some of the guys who I know have worked hard and would want this opportunity. Plus, Peter has experienced a lot of stuff thanks to you. So I told Peter, I said, look, you go to the game, use your WFAN credential, and crash the box <laughs> and be a part of the guys. Uh, and if anybody so would do, do that, that, it would be him. I mean, is there well, a I mean, yeah, be nice. Well, why does Peter got to be involved yeah, here? Yeah, I mean, come on. Of, why, we just you, mentioned, why, we just mentioned Zoo. There's a lot of people who yeah, would probably booms. like to go to this why thing. Why are you starting trouble, Booms? <laughs> well, I'm not trying to start trouble well, there, I mean, uh, yeah. BT. What yeah. I'm trying to do is, like, first of all, Sal's a fraudulent Ranger fan for putting all this together. That's true. I just want to get that I out am there. A, I wait, agree. This is a fan event. Fraud. Boomer, by the way, to, to be fair, if the Rangers, if we had an opportunity to do this with the Rangers, I'd be front and center. This is not about fandom. This is about WFAN camaraderie and hanging out at a great spot. And thankful that the Islanders are generous enough to have us. No, no, you know, you know, you know what this is. This is a big shot spot. Like you're the big shot. You're putting it all together for everybody, and you're forgetting, you know, maybe the biggest Islander fan in the building, and that would be Peter Schwartz. Like you're a huge Ranger fan, supposedly. Um, I'm, I'm not sure I can confirm that, especially after your actions this weekend. But I would just think that, mm. you know, Peter Schwartz being a part of the WFAN family, you invited everybody. You actually ran out of uh, people that said yes, and I know that Gio told me that you guys were having a hard time filling those tickets. That is not true. thought of Peter Schwartz. Well, that is not true. I got, I got a couple questions. Um, well, first a statement, then a question. Of course, the great Boomer Siason is with us. This is a, what, a, what a yeah. great treat. Of course, he comes, you know, starting trouble, but he's uh, <laughs> he's on the phone here with BT and Sal. All right, so 
I, I've known Schwartz for 20 years. I like Pete. I always have. But I look at Peter as kind of an extension of your show. You know, last year at the ranch, at the Boomer and Geo night out, this year with the Andre the Giant singlet. Like, he's a part of the Boomer and Geo show. So I don't really think he needed to be invited, number one. Number two, did you, you, know, did you ask Geo this morning, like, well, how come you didn't invite Schwartz? Right. Did you ask All right, him? so, you know, BT, you like to do the number one and number two things. So <laughs> I'm going to do number one back to you. Okay. Uh, you know, number one, if we would have had a softball team, I would have invited you on the team because you're a part of the WFAN family, and I think you're a great baseball player, a great lover of winning, just like I would have asked Pat Boyle to be on the team. Because, I appreciate that. Uh, you know, because I work with a bunch of losers that don't want to play <laughs> softball. A lot of narps, right? Uh, they basically <laughs> quit on the team. But, you know, and then uh, number two, I okay. do think you have to look at the bigger picture and understand about the enormity of you know what you guys are doing here and how it's being looked upon by the other folks that work at WFAN, like a Peter Schwartz, who always seems to be forgotten, hmm. but we will never forget Peter Schwartz. Yes, he is a part of our show, but he's a part of the, the larger family, and he that's, why, yeah, and that's why I took care of his entire vacation when he went out to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah, well, well, because he was sleeping so. in a, you know, the, the room was 212 feet square feet big for his family. But, like, come on, you gotta live. How's he always forgotten, Boomer, if you always yeah. take care of him? a truck yet? I mean, you do everything for him. Well, I, I offered him that, and uh, he decided to go in a different way. And yeah. I think, oh. you know, he got a very nice vehicle, which is fine. Okay. Uh, but, you know, look, I did the hotel room thing out there in Ohio, that was a little weird. Uh, you know, <laughs> in this entire family in a one-bedroom room, room, I mean... Ugh. Just think That's of those, those teenage boys going to the bathroom and Oof. how that must be like. Yikes. Jesus, Boomer, God. <laughs> I, I want you to know this is the truth. Uh, I did not do any of this without going to Geo first out of respect for him being the one to introduce me to Jay and the Islanders and all that stuff. So he helped me, and then I went to him saying, hey, what do you think of this idea? And we together came up with a list. It was never uh, uh, included Peter Schwartz, and Geo works with him. So I, I, yeah, I don't think it was like anything. It, 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 oh, it, oh. No, but it wasn't oh, a knock well. on Peter. It was just that we were trying to bring guys who haven't experienced that stuff before where Peter's front and center on a lot of these things. That's it. So I'm going to be like Joe. I'm going to be like Joe Beningo. Oh, and boy. I'm inter- and I'm going to interpret what you just said to me. <laughs> don't divulge right? any text the way no, no, but the way I interpret what Sal just said to me, it's all Geo's fault. No, that's what no, I heard no, too. I, I got that's that too. What, that's a little how bit. I'm interpreting. That's yeah. how I am interpreting that. Yeah, me too. Well, put it this way: if Geo said uh, we got to invite Peter, I would have said okay. Mm. I mean, that is well, that's, that's fair, Booms. I know that is fair, but I'm just saying that he's now blaming it on Geo, which I I find to be no, reprehensible Boomer. because uh, you are leechy. You're you're a Yo, leech spot wow. guy now. We I'm, all know that. I'm not a leech spot guy. I never asked for anything. I don't want anything. Geo asked me. I'm just trying to do good here, and you're making me like I'm the bad guy. I can't invite everybody. We had ten tickets. What do you want me to tell you? I'll Let give up. How question. about this? Did I'll you, give mine up. Geo could have Peter Schwartz go to his house. They could take the limo to UBS Arena. Peter could have my spot. How about that? Dude, if you don't go, I'm not going. <laughs> Right, and, and by the way, Sal, you're not taking a limo, so knock off with the word I say? limo. That, 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 Did I say limo? limo? I meant car yeah. service. You, I said, say, you, you said, said limo. I, whatever, car right. service, yeah. If you guys show up at a stretch limousine, that would be a little bit too much to handle, I think, for everybody. Uh, but the uh, other yeah. the other aspect of all of this, I mean, you know, Sal, you took your nephew to an Islanders game, did you not? I oh did. Yes, boy. I did. Oh boy. We were invited. Right, so how did you how how did you how did you do that? How did that little ditty go come about? I told you this morning, Boomer, I promise you. My here's what happened. We Gio and I told this or Gio actually told the story on the air of how that invite even happened 
because I asked him for, for tickets for something, and he said, I can't do that, but I might be able to get you an hour to game. Let me know for, for my nephew. And then I said, yes, I, I'll, I'll do that. And he said, well, how about this? I got the owner suite. I said, well, I'm not going to take my nephew to that because that's something that like I don't want to bring a kid to necessarily. And then the Islanders heard about that story and invited me after I went with Gio and said, anytime you want to come back with your nephew, you let us know. That's how that happened. It was not a leech spot. I'm not a leech. Anytime you want to come back with your nep- nephew, let me let us know and we'll make it happen. So and then you did. took advantage of that. Then you took advantage of that. You know, BT, can you slap him for me, please? Why? Oh, I don't think he did anything wrong. Thank you, BT. That's a good partner. And by <laughs> the way, <laughs> I feel like you're the one who's starting trouble, Booms. I mean, uh, we're just doing a show. Know. What are you doing? Boomer, I'm begging I don't know. You. I, I, um, I'm dealing with a hurtful Peter Schwartz, and oh, I don't I don't like anybody to be hurtful and feel left out. Was he te- let me answer honestly. Was, was he did he text you and say why didn't they invite did did that actually happen? I don't talk about uh, people who text me. Yeah, All right, I, that's I that's between me and that person. I, gotcha. I just feel like, you know, you left him out and he feels like <sighs> he's uh an outsider. So if he does come in and crash the uh the sweet, I, you know, I expect you guys to welcome him with open arms. Uh, well, we certainly will. I mean, that's will. the you could do. That's and by the way, listen, I wish you would have called in earlier, unlike the Boomer and Geo show, which has a 76 share, and they could break whatever they want. <laughs> uh, we kind of still have to adhere to basic radio principles, so I wish we had more time, but I just want to make sure before we you let Boomer go. Boomer, be careful here. Don't listen, be doing no, that. This is not, well, trouble here. This is not Boomer show. Yeah. This is our show. It's not. <laughs> right. you know. It's your show. Uh, it's 100% your show. So, That's so, right. But I just, Booms, you know, I love you. I just want to make sure, though, because I feel like I've been kind of pulled into this. Like, I, I didn't do anything wrong, so I got nothing to worry about, right? I'm cool. <laughs> Yeah, you're good. All right. You're always good. You have nothing. No, I have no issues with you at all. It's really sad. It's a problem, child. This is what you get for trying to be the nice guy. And by the way, BT, you think? I mean, Boomer. I tell him my nephew, big Ranger fan. I'm a big Ranger fan. Yeah, yeah. You know anybody who's got some Ranger tickets? Yeah, Want to invite him to a game, Boomer? Come on, Boomer. What He's about a me? good player I gotta be too. Like Peter Schwartz and beg for it. Be able He's to get an invite to a Ranger game. Come on. Now you know what, Sal. You uh, you've really let me down here because you're running this whole thing. It's an Islander game, and you left out the biggest Islander fan of all. I don't know. I, I literally and figuratively the biggest Islander fan we know. Well, I apologize for the oversight, but he's not but getting the invite from me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, folks, you are. Right, listen, you guys have a great day. Friday, and uh, I'm going to play golf. So I'll see you later. Hit him right, straight, thanks, brother. Boomer. Knock it out. Yeah, he was telling us thanks a lot, Boomer. That's awesome. He was telling us he was, he was telling me he was playing golf today. He must crush the ball. Boomer. I mean, come on here. I'm trying to do the right thing. You know how many people would probably be? I'm sure Zoo would like to get an invite. I just explained it before. Yeah. Zoo and I are friends. Like, I actually hang out with Zoo. I've hung out with him before. I, it, I, I didn't feel like this was a. I, I, I'm with you. Listen, this is a shift in roles here. Gio is generally the one who likes to create some gaps in the relationships here of everybody at FAN. Boomer's a unifier. But today, Boomer came out. He's trying to throw a little crack in that foundation. He's got his ladle. Yeah, a I little bit. Yeah. Well, stirring the pot. Stirring yeah. the public. All right, we got the perfect call up next. All right. I'm trying to be a glue guy, a leader here. Yeah. Help I, out. I, I, listen, it's I appreciate good event. it. This is a fun thing. I appreciate it. I'm coming. Um, I didn't even really know, quite frankly, how many we had. I didn't know exactly who was going. I just learned just now the people out he was going. So I don't, you know, I didn't know. So I think Boomer's right. You're the one to blame for not inviting Schwartz. <laughs>
All right, guys. Hey, uh, you want to give your ticket to Peter Schwartz? I'm no. sure you can pay. <laughs> no, although it's going to take me two hours to get there, and I can't even really drink much, so at this point, I, I should. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, are you ready to hit a home run with the best Christmas gift for your special somebody? Well, Pajama Graham's famous naturally nude pajamas will make you a holiday hero. So good so good if they sell out every year. All the styles, all the comforts, all the ultimate stuff. Naturally nude pajamas, that's what you want. Soft and silky and better than lingerie with a curved, caressing fit. Here's the kicker. When you order naturally nude pajamas today, you'll get a free naturally nude nightie. As a $75 savings on a very luxurious two-in-one complete gift. Better yet, with Pajama Graham, you even add gift packaging so you're all set there. Now, that's a great, easy holiday gift that is sure to make her happy. You want to make her happy, otherwise she makes us miserable. Uh, listen, we all know how... Just kidding. <laughs> Slip that in there. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Lakata, why are you? What's the influence on Lakata here, officer? Why oh, yeah, that? blame me. I didn't have my mic on. Uh, Don't blame, blame me for everything. <laughs> I hear you. A little Friday action. BT and Sal on the fan. Brandon, Tierney, Sal, the Carter Show. You know what time it is. Last week, you made a whole lot of money if you followed our boy Hoff and drilled the five-teamer. It's time for the picks. Brought to you by ELEC, A25, Building Our Future. By Total Orthopedics, the experts are getting you back to being you. And by Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy for Giant fans on game day. Enjoy responsibly. It is week 14 of the perfect parlay. And after going 12 weeks without cashing one, BT hit one in week 13. And then Hoff did the impossible. He's been going for a five-teamer all year long, trying that strategy to pay off. And it finally did, hitting a five-team parlay, cashing out 150 points. He now leads the BT and Sal Perfect Parlay standings board. 260. BT is in second with 105. I am in third with 65. Just to refresh the rules here, two-teamer pays 20, three-team 40, four-team 80, five-team 150, meaning BT, we have to change our strategy here with only, you know, what, six weeks left Already or whatever, maybe not prepared even. prepared to do that. 15, 14, 15, 16, 17, eight, five weeks left, yeah. and now we're down big. Me almost 200 points, you about 150, maybe a little wow. strategy change here. But anyway, what do you got for us, BT? You start us off week 14, perfect parlay. All righty, Sal, there's the music. You're right, got to mix up the strategy here as Hop pulls off the old shocker. So I usually go three. I've messed around with two. We got to go four. Not ready to tackle that five-team mountain here, but we'll get a little momentum, maybe a little four spot. All right. A little mixture of over and unders as well. And, of course, uh, the sides. First up, the Texans are at the Jets. Uh, right out of the I'm gate. Not putting right energy, out of I'm the not g- putting an ounce of energy on the Jets to do anything in terms of victory. The over-under is appealing. The over-under is low. And it looks like the weather will be out for the kind of – you never mm-hmm. know. But I'm banking that it's going to be favorable. Looks that way now. They get worse as the day goes on. Numbers 33 and a half. I'm going to take the over. Take the over. Texans at the Jets over 33 and a half. Second pick here. Lions, who have been a little bit all over the map. You know what I mean? So inconsistent, right? yeah. A little up. When they're up, they're really good. When they're down, they're perplexingly down. Lions minus three in Chicago. I mean, listen, it's it's a fairly nominal lay here. I'm going to take the Lions. Later, I think they're one of the best teams in the NFC, despite the erratic nature. Give me Detroit minus three. Up next, another over-under for you. Vikings are at the Raiders. The number's 40 and a half indoors. I was at the Raiders Stadium a couple of weeks back with the Jets. No conditions. Nah, 40 and a half, not crazy. 
I'm going to go the over there as well. All right. Two somewhat flawed teams. Not a crazy number. Over. And then Sunday night, Dallas. You got to show us something here. Big game. It's a big game. And that extra point, half point makes you think a little bit maybe. Not me. I really like Dallas on Sunday. Dallas minus three and a half over the Eagles. It's in Dallas. I'm taking the boys. So, in summation, Texans Jets over 33 and a half. Lions minus three at Chicago. Vikings Raiders over 40 and a half. And Sunday night, a little Dallas minus three and a half to beat, finally, the Eagles. All right, there you have a BT. Now, Hoff is on vacation. He went to Disney. But Kicking he and screaming, by the believe way. He's miserable but, now. Oh, maybe. So, Hoff uh, bails on us on a football Friday, even though he's atop the leaderboard. But he did send in his picks from Disney, so take it away, Hoff. I finally hit my five-team parlay that I've been trying every single week all season long. So, it is time to Sounds retire. Like song I'm just going with another five-team Parlay, let's go. Starting off with Chicago. Detroit Lions giving three and a half points. I'm going Detroit. I love the Lions. Minus three and a half. They're going to win by 10. Going to Cleveland. Jacksonville coming in. No Trevor Lawrence. Joe Flacco going to be the quarterback for Cleveland. That 32 and a half number is so low. I have to play it. I'm going over 32 and a half. Cleveland. Right, speed it up. Play a bowl of energy. Oh, Kansas City as Buffalo comes in for a little uh, revenge tour. I like Kansas City in this game. Minus one and a half. It's a small number. They're going to win. They're going to get the minus one and a half. So Kansas City over Buffalo. Go to MetLife. Jets. Houston. The return of Zach Wilson. It's going to be as terrible as it's always been. Plus, he doesn't want to play football. I don't want to watch him play football. I'm going Houston. <laughs> minus bad. three and a half. And then finally... Monday Night Football, Tommy DeVito. They're not going to win the game, the Giants, but I do like the plus six and a half. They will lose by less than a touchdown. Let's go, Tommy DeVito, Giants plus six and a half. I mean, I'd love to know where he is. Like, was he in the bowels of the Pirates of the Caribbean? Or it's a small world when he recorded the audio sounds horrendous. (laughs) Oh, my God. Jeez, poor Hoff. And bold strategy. We miss you, Hoff. I respect it. You know what? He doesn't need to. he just sit back, go two-team parlays. That's what I would be doing if I were him. But he's going with another five-team. All right. I got to get on the board here. At least you hit a parlay, BT. Hoff hit the five-teamer. You hit a three-teamer. I am 0-4. And I created this damn thing. I suck at this. Like everything else. All right. I'm going to go for a four-teamer as well, I'm with you. Too early to to take the Hail Marys with the five-teamer. Let me go with the four-teamer, though, because it's pointless to go with anything less to try to build these points up. Give me Seattle on the road against San Francisco. It's a lot of points. I believe in underdogs. I believe in taking the points. It hasn't worked out well all year long. Look, the Niners are better, no question. Seattle covered against Dallas last time out. I think they'll cover again this game. Division rivalry. Give me the 11 points on the road for Seattle. Game number two, give me the Browns. Minus three. We don't know what Lawrence's status is. I got a hard time thinking Trevor Lawrence is going to play. Plus, I'm just a believer in Cleveland and that defense. At home, they should be able to win and cover that spread. They let me down last week. I'll go back to them again this week. Cleveland at home, minus three. And I'm going to go head-to-head with Hoff on a game here with the Bills. I like Mm. the Bills plus one 
over the Chiefs. We had Costos on yesterday, talked a little bit about this. I do believe the Bills are going to make it to the postseason. I do believe the Bills are a live value here, not just in this game, but to win the division, maybe still do some damage in a kind of open AFC. So give me Buffalo over Kansas City. Buffalo on the road, plus the one point right now. That's where that line is at. And finally, the team I hate the most in the NFL Give me the New Orleans Aints. I don't think the Saints are very good, but they're at home playing the Panthers. If you can't cover five points against the crappy Carolina Panthers, everyone should be fired there. And I think actually that is going to happen. Like I don't think Dennis Allen survives this season for New Orleans. It has been bad for them. Under 500. Falcons in control of that division, at least at the moment. But I think New Orleans gets back on the board here. They win and cover minus five against Carolina. As for the money line pick, straight up just to win, BT, I am going to pick the Houston Texans and I'm going to pick the Green Bay Packers. What do you have there? I'd like, well, okay, now I've got to start doing a little strategy here. We know that Hoff doesn't want, doesn't believe in the Jets and we've got to start making up some grounds. I'm assuming he's going to take the Texans. Mm, Okay. i got to take the Jets. Okay, five Um, points in hand. Giants, Packers. I'm going to take the Giants. Okay, there you I'm go. gonna take the job. I'm gonna go a little home cooking. All right. Jets and the G-Men. Okay, there you go. I'll go Texans Packers. So that does it for week 14. Perfect parlay pick segment. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 